Hello everyone, Cody Dean here. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the lessons that I've been learning from potty training, not myself, and upgrading bedrooms for our little girl. So let's just jump right into it. So our little girl 17 months old, and we have been teaching her sign language. We have really been focusing on language with her because the reason why, here, here's the reason why. I've studied a lot about the brain, and the brain is an interesting thing. When I was, um, or when I've, in my research on the brain, they found out, and there's this conundrum between scientists, and when they start researching back as far as they can go, and they look back into history of, of human beings, and we can't remember past a certain point as human species, because people didn't write down things. People didn't write things down. And so people don't remember it because it gets passed on, passed on, and not everything gets passed on. So it's kind of hard to remember, like, okay. And it's really interesting. As soon as there started being history of people, of, of people, <laughs> um, there also are writings at the exact same time. So what does this mean? That language develops in the same amount of correlate it correlates with memory or language um, correlates with the ability to produ produce uh, a memory and so I teach in my goal creation formula which by the way you guys can go get your goal creation journal at goalcreationjournal.com this episode is sponsored by the goal creation journal <laughs> so <clears throat> I teach the very first step of creation is awareness, building your awareness. And one of the, uh, a great way to build your awareness is improving your language. Have you ever learned a word and then you start hearing that word everywhere? It's because that word didn't just magically start appearing. It's because your brain was just um, filtering it out. And so if you can increase your vocabulary, then you're increasing your awareness, which is why I say, hey, you got to read books. I was never a reader. Growing up, I was never a reader. I was really bad at reading. I would read, and I was reading so slow I'd fall asleep. I've been studying a lot about reading and language again, and the if you can improve your speed of reading, you actually will do better because your brain is the super, super computer, super power, and it's focusing, and you're reading one word at a time. And even if you're reading the word out loud or if you're sub-vocalizing the word in your mind, it actually slows you down and it causes you to lose interest faster. So, But that's another episode for another day. So if the, the earlier you can get language into your life, into the life of your little kids, um, I am sold on the idea of using sign language now with my, with my little girl. Uh, my wife is um, pretty fluent in sign language. She was a teacher of the deaf, and so she has been teaching sign language to me and to our little girl. And the rate at which she's learning, our little girl, is is phenomenal. Um, the, the ability to communicate with her is, is fantastic. And so that awareness is there, and so that is why we, we started potty training, because she told us, hey, I, I don't like these diapers anymore. 
and and uh, so we started switching her over to underwear, and that was about ten days ago. Um, yeah, so two it was two weeks ago, so about fourteen days ago. It was two Mondays ago we started, so today is Monday as well. So fourteen days ago we started, and she's about ninety percent, ninety five percent potty trains, which is awesome. It means we can start going out places, doing things. So that's one thing that I learned from potty training. The other thing I wanted to talk about, <laughs> since we are upgrading <laughs> our little girl's room, she's not going to be in a crib anymore. We want to baby-proof her room. And so we're getting rid of a fan that was in there, just a, um, a rotary fan, I think is what it's called. It just you know circulates. And so we don't want her pulling down that if she gets up in the middle of the night. And so we took that fan out. And we're putting in a ceiling fan. Now, I did not know, because I haven't done construction, that there are different types of, of anchors in the ceiling. So your, your light bulb is anchored to something in the ceiling, and so it prevents it from falling down, right? So the, the light bulb goes into the outlet, and the outlet is, is hooked into the ceiling. Now, that outlet is usually hooked to one of the joists, one of the pieces of wood that's running up in the ceiling. And if you want to have a fan instead of a light, you have to have a more sturdy of an anchor up there in the ceiling. And I didn't know this. And so um, we started putting up the fan. We just took off the light. We put up the fan. And the fan's not very heavy, but the the outlet was already kind of janky. The, the screws weren't really staying in there even when it's just the light. Like it was – you could see that the screws were basically – they were like stripped. And it would kind of just – slowly shimmy down out of the grooves that the screws would. And so uh, I ended up thinking, man, I'm going to have to get this fixed. I'm going to have to take out this this anchor that's up there, and I'm going to have to get up into the attic, and it's going to be a whole tissue of issues. And so I started to uh, to look at the options here, and I was like, man, I I need to uh, to figure out how to fix this. Now I go to... Home Depot. <clears throat> and I start asking the associate there. It's like, hey, what's going to be the best option? Because there's so many different options of these little anchors. And I didn't know at the time, like, what was going to be the best anchor for my situation. And so I start asking this guy, it's like, okay, uh, I don't want to have to come back to Home Depot again because we all, we've all been there, right? Where you go to Home Depot like 10 times and you, you never get everything you need on the first round. So I was like, okay, I just want to make sure I got everything. Um, what's going to be the best thing to hold up a, a fan? And this old, old man, <clears throat> he comes up and he's all hunched over, kind of like the Notre Dame guy. Um, and he's uh, kind of waddles, <laughs> kind of waddles on over to me. He's like, Hey, can I pick, um, stick my nose in here? And I said, sure. And I thought he was going to ask the associate um, a question, but turns out he's like, you don't need that. Don't need that. And he starts pointing at the things. He's like, what you need is that one. And I was like, oh, okay. That's going to be, it was this brace that you uh, put up in the hole and then you twist it and it expands out. It's just this long stick that expands out between two joists and then it's really solid. Then you can add the anchor to it and it's, it's solid because it's attached to the two, di two joists. Anyway, he's like, that's what you need. And then he's like, do you have any dikes? And I was like, I have no idea what a, what a dike is. And then he's, he takes me across, and he's taking me through Home Depot. <clears throat> and so I get what I need, and I'm out of there. And it turns out I was like, I don't need this and this and this. 
Uh, I just want this anchor thing because I have all the tools at home <clears throat> for the most part. I don't know the names of all the tools, but apparently he, he was using the official names I didn't know. So I get home and I call over my brother-in-law because he's awesome and he'll do all the dirty work. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I did not plan on him going up into the attic, but he did. And he's up there and he's swimming through all of this fiberglass. And I luckily bought him uh, like a suit so he wouldn't have to be up there in his you know, jeans. And he had this coverall. And so he's, he's, he's going in there and he, he, uh, he's trying to put in the, the little anchor, the little stick that's supposed to go between two joists. And he was up there because I couldn't find the two joists. They were either too far apart or, and they were, I tried in both directions, couldn't find it at all. And come to find out that they were too close together. The, the stick was too long. Um, it needed to be about a half inch or so shorter. Uh, because apparently it was like a 12 inch joist instead of a 16. And so they just, it just was not small enough. And so I was like, man, this is really frustrating. So I had to go back to Home Depot. And that was the third time because my wife went earlier in the day and got the fan. I went the second time, got the anchor. And then third time I had to go back. And I found that there was a better anchor. Now this brings me to my conclusion of what I learned. Because I found out, I was talking to the same associate. He's like, why are you back here? I was like, this is too small. Like, it's, it's, or it's too big. My little space is too small. And the thing is, that little, that joist, or the, the I don't even know what it's called, this brace, that embrace between two joists, it was, it was too long. And so um, it didn't work. But it was designed for a 50 up to like 100-pound fan. And he's like, oh, okay, so you may want to just try this. And he points me in the other direction of just this little outlet you can stick up there and you hammer it in with some nails and some screws. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, let's just use that instead. That looks a whole lot easier. Holds up to about 35 pounds. And the fan is only like 7 to 10 pounds at most. And so here's what I learned. The power of asking questions. Had that old man asked me, like, what are you hanging up? what kind of fan is it? Cause he, he just, I just, he heard me say, Hey, I'm hanging up a fan. And, and he must've assumed I was hanging up this gigantic fan, this gigantic chandelier. That's 50, 60 pounds. It's like, no, no, I'm not hanging up one of those. So had he asked some detailed questions, some additional questions to find out what the uh, real concern is. Okay. And this is where a lot of people struggle with their businesses. This is where a lot of people struggle with their life is they don't get really clear on what they are trying to solve. What is the problem that they really have on hand? And the way to really get clear on what you want is by asking questions. And, and the better the question, the better the answer is going to be. Like the universe and God, the way they work is just like Google. You know, they, they go and search out all this data and even better than Google, but you type in a question to Google and say, how do I fix a fan? It's going to just give you a ton of details. And then from there you can be like, okay, um, how do I fix, a, a, like a 50 pound fan, right? So you just add in more detail and ask better questions. And that's what I, my challenge to you is if you can find a better question, if you can find a better question to ask yourself, 
then you'll be able to get better answers and get better results in your life. Questions promote revelation. Questions are a great way to build your awareness. Questions will allow you to seek more understanding. And if you can do, if you can focus on building up your language, you'll be able to see more and more answers to your questions that you have. Because if you don't know a word, then you won't be able to see that word as an answer unless you know, understand what it is. So hopefully this helps you guys out. Go grab your goal creation journal at goalcreationjournal.com. I will put a link in the description down below and you'll get over $651 in bonuses for free, uh, about five or six trainings all included. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this journey. Hopefully this episode has helped you create more abundance, success, and freedom in your life. Go out and be great.